Roll call. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Ready for some rap, son? Uh, mm. Shabuya. Ooh, ooh. Shabuya. Ooh. My name is Goodman. I love to rap. But when I do it, I seem to alienate my friends and struggle to retain them on a permanent basis. Oh, shit, son. He yeah. said it. Oh. Oh. Your turn, okay, mate. Everyone... Roll call. Come on. Gather around, motherfuckers. Shabuya. Uh, uh. Are you ready for this? Twas a deathbed summons, and forth I went, by the way of the western wall so drear, on that winter night, and sought a gate, the home by fate of one I had long held dear. And there, as I paused by her tenement, and the trees shed on me their rhyme and whore, I thought of the man who had left her lone, him who made her his own, when I loved her long before. Oh! to One Good Thing, the podcast that says nice things about movies that don't deserve it. I'm Paul Salt. I'm a contemporary reference. Today we should be discussing the Nan movie. Nan? Why do you never talk about Auntie Nell? I could take you, you know. What do you want to go and see her for? Because she's dying, Nan. Good. You'll regret it. I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying put and that's it. I think we can get to Nell's by Sunday. We're not going to Nell's. I've got a two-for-one voucher for the day spa in Coventry. Hashtag road trip. Hashtag bent. You're illegally parked across three disabled bays. I've got three disabled badges. You shouldn't have three. And yet I do. Riddle me that. <laughs> the Nan movie yeah. is an abominably poor effort from all involved, representing a true nadir of the dying British film industry, an industry in which Cleo Bernard struggles to get funding for two movies in a decade, but in which the Nan movie, in which... Nan. Nan in which? In which then? In Witchen. In Witchen. In Witchen. In, in Witchen is where they filmed this. The only place that would say yes. The film was apparently directed by Josie Rourke, who directed Mary Queen of Scots. Oh. Only her name no longer appears on the film. Clearly removed by request, possibly even legal action. Mm. And so the film has no director credited to it. Like a terrible natural disaster that can only be attributed to the chaotic and indifferent universe. Disaster. Nice. What sense is there in seeking vengeance against the Nan movie? <laughs> Can you not see you're already fighting yourself? Me. And, and Paul. You may as well fight the wind. There is a rumour that when Rourke was involved in the film, it was almost entirely said in the 1940s, focusing on the relationship between Nan and her sister and the man that they both loved. Hmm. But these scenes were scaled back, and the modern-day road trip sections were filmed without Rourke, at a low cost, with worthless animation sequences thrown in to save money. This is based only on an anonymous report to Bleeding Cool News and the fact that it makes complete fucking sense. Yeah. There's th those two things. <laughs> it makes less sense why the director of Mary Queen of Scots it was sought out on the endeavour to make the touching, emotional Nan's, Nan character backstory that she did. We have to... Look, sweet toots, we're going to have to make either Mary Queen of Scots 2 or the Nan movie. <laughs> it's going to have to be one of those. You have a, you have a contract with Warner Brothers. This isn't a Warner Brothers movie. None of these were. I don't care. I don't care this you've got a contract a with Warner Brothers. This is a Warner Brothers movie. Like, I watched this with Jack and as we sat down, the Warner Brothers logo came on and the last movie he watched with me was Space Jam 2. <laughs> so. Okay, well, there you go. Wonderful work. Thank I did it, God Christopher Nolan left. I did it for a bit, but uh, <laughs> the, bit, the, the bit came true. <laughs> the bit came true. You can't make up shit that's dumber than this. Speaking of which. Mm. The film was written by Catherine Tate and Brett Goldstein, from whom we stole our questions for Paul's to be buried with. Oh my god. Yeah. He deserves the theft. He deserves it. We should steal more. And he is also involved in Ted Lasso, a series I've been urged to watch by very dear friends, including friends of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but Goldstein has a writing credit on Ted Lasso, so I shall never be watching Ted Lasso, because it is at least partly from the team behind the Nan movie. The Nan movie is from a maker of Ted Lasso, and forever let that be their shame. It's from Ted Lasso. It's from Ted Lasso himself. He wrote this. He... he Everyone involved in Ted Lasso is involved in this, and I'm not happy. He did a it. goal and did a celebration, and they made the Nan movie from that celebration. The <laughs> celebration was the Nan movie. Jesus. And everyone called him out for showboating. <laughs> um, but the movie was made nevertheless. Yeah. So boys will be boys. They will be at the end of the mm. day. Um, and they did well. 
Uh, critics received the Nan movie like a handwritten note from Armando Iannucci <laughs> explaining that British comedy was finally conclusively dead and that he, Edgar Wright, Chris Morris, Richard Curtis, Gurinder Chadha, Nick Park, and promising newcomers Tom Palmer and Tom Stoughton were all going to be cold that evening. So that no one could make movies like this instead. This is the movie that no one made. I think it's it's probably the best way of dealing with this, but the least satisfying way for us, the people who have been wronged by the Nan movie. <laughs> to just murder all the promising talent of British I'll murder comedy. anyone. I agree. I'll do it. I'll do it anyway. I'll do it. I'll do give you. Fiver. Give, give us a, give us some chips. <laughs> Not even most chips. Give me the time of day, mate. <sighs> That's all I ask. Peter Bradshaw showed great restraint in The Guardian when he said, There are some British films which are basically the convenience store sandwich of big screen, screen entertainment. Mm. Cinema's equivalent of the 24-hour garage tuna mayo pita bread. Tuna mayo pita bread. Yeah, I... I thought, I thought that would come on brown. I, I, I read that... To, read that review to Nell a few days ago and I stumbled over that line as well because it just I've never had to say it before <laughs> tuna and mayo in a pitter is just dry anyway that's the kind of off-putting image that he's trying True, to get true he's your a smith and I feel like it's he is a poet and that sadly is the case with the Nell I didn't movie. say poet he's a horrendous smith into, I said he's a poet I know but and I meant it oh, we're gonna have words oh, he's a member of the smiths I'll admit <clears> to that Thank you. And that sadly is the case with the Nan movie, a truly horrendous and depressing film about Catherine Tate's sweary old lady character from her sketch mm. show in a storyline stretched out to a brutal yeah. hour and a half. <laughs> he said that with a sober mind and a heavy heart. Mm. We weren't all so articulate, Peter. With a troubled soul, I turned to the public and I ended up having to look on Twitter for reviews. I couldn't find it anywhere else. Perhaps Google have finally <laughs> realised that their public reviews section for movies has become the very worst place on the internet. Even worse than anything on the dark Jesus. web. Jesus. And they had to take special measures to ensure the hive of jackals who would be denied access to anywhere else. They could... Etc, etc. Etc, etc. I can't make sense of what I've written. It was clearly written in a frothy rage. <laughs> a poetic froth. Where then shall these beasts congregate? Well, on Twitter, <laughs> Fiona O'Neill said, Just goes to show how dry my humour is. I found the Nan movie absolutely out loud laughing hilarious and so heartwarming at the same time. I'll watch again. Crying laughing emoji. Crying laughing emoji. Crying laughing emoji. You mean mean, uh, not dry at all? (laughs) Yeah. I I found out how sophisticated my sense of humour is. No. (laughs) Paul, maybe this is is the the driest film of all time. That's why it's so unfunny. It, that it does feel dry, doesn't it? Feels it? it feels like I've been taken dry. It feels like a tuna mayo pizza. Hang on a minute! <laughs> it was perfect the whole time. Jesus, my asshole. Well, Math- Matthew Horn is of course a two men after lesbian vampire killers, of but mm. Parker Sawyer's, who played Walter in this, played one of the plane pilots in the Mummy. Ah. The crash when Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy, yeah, Tom Hardy flew out the window yeah. and Tom. Well, Tom Cruise was forced to take over duties in the film. Tom Cruise threw him out because uh, <laughs> wasn't even hired to be in the in the movie. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what was he doing there? He was just mitching around on set. On, on set. It was terrible. Jesus. Oh well, sorry, Walter. Yeah, better he had died in that crash. Better <laughs> we all had. Yeah. The terrible movie has zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes and apparently made two point two million dollars. There's comfort to be found in the knowledge that it, this simply had to have cost more than that. Fuck! The film is so spiritually dishonest. There's no way it's financially sound. No, you. It, it, surely it'd be funded by some randy and commune that had already, <laughs> already embezzled all the funds and made this as some sort of point about capitalist art. Ah, <laughs> uh, so Paul, you fan of the Nan movie? Um, catchphrase. <laughs> What's one thing about the Nan movie that helped you to be here with me today? There was something in here, Paul, that reminded me of the Far Show. Oh no! In, what a terrible thing! No, it was good because it was a little break from this, and I got to think, <laughs> got to think of a lovely bit. You know, you know the the live far show live pool. We can we can spend time talking about this. Um, oh yes, you know the far show live, and um, uh, and uh, what's the what's Charlie Higson's character's name? The one who coughs all the time. Oh fuck, George. George. Um, and uh, anyway, like George he, of the Jungle. He's, that's George of the Jungle. He's singing a folk song with them. Yeah. Um, some of his yeah. showbiz friends, and they've all got a, amusing. Um, like coughs yeah. and sneezes, and you know, the, it's no nay never, <laughs> arse. Yeah, no nay never. Yeah. And, yeah, um, and there's a bit where Paul Whitehouse comes out and he goes, and it is it, and all around I'm arse in it, and it just descends into uh, horse bollocks, horse arse bollocks. <laughs> Bob Fleming, god damn it, I was way Bob out. Bob Fleming, that's it. Dang Excellent. It. 
Um, so that was so that was fun because it reminded me good. of a good show. It reminds you of a good show that people put effort into making. Anyway. <sighs> Remembering that the catchphrase itself isn't the funny thing. It's it's. Um, oh yeah, it's how you use it. Stuff around. Yeah. Well, speaking of so. how you use it, not how big it is, ladies. Let's. <laughs> Mum. <laughs> Mum. <laughs> Stop sending me these emails. Let's um. Let's look at what happens in the Nan movie. Okay. Unfunny, bad prosthetics, <laughs> undeserved swagger. Flash cuts, freeze it's a, frames. It's a haiku. When you grow up, you'll be the greatest woman this world has ever seen. And he was right. Who you are? <laughs> Hello, sweetheart. Here I seen your daughter. She's had the baby, isn't she? Oh, isn't it lovely? Yeah, I've seen it. It's a dinky little lot, isn't it, darling? Ta-da! I do look lovely. The fat guy has all the fat diseases. <laughs> okay, that's the first Yay. ten minutes of the movie. So, um, <laughs> you may have to pick up some of the slack from this one, my friend. <laughs> that's okay, Paul. So Matthew Matthew Horn is Catherine Tate's uh, grandson, his, her own grandson, mm. and um, he he turns up and helps her carry a statue of Robert Mugabe back home. She thinks it's Trevor McDonald, uh. and uh, they they get back to their flat. Oh, I'll tell you what, Paul, she's living next door to naturalists no. or naturists. Both <laughs> naturalists, um, cinema verite types, um, Fuck me. who also happen to be naturists. Get out of here. And, um, <laughs> and get out of here, uh, cinema terms. No, we don't belong here. Why, says Matthew Horn? Oh, because oh, they get a box of organic fruit and vegetables delivered to them once a week. Oh, is this the 50s? Brilliant. Catherine Tate, Nan, the Nan, eponymous. Yeah. Ep- eponymous. She gets a letter from her um, sister, Catherine Parkinson. Catherine Parkinson, oh no, dying sister. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's B- here. B-bus. <laughs> Matthew Horn says, yeah, get in my B-bus. I'm, I do arts and crafts. Oh, what, because you're gay? I'm not, no, thank you. What is this, the 50s? Awful improvised van sequences. Yeah. Hashtag road trip. Hashtag bikes. Hashtag crafts. What's this, knitting needles? You can't have knitting needles around negative fingers, Well, it love. depends, because it's a spectrum, isn't it? You well, can do some of them, yeah. Not they turn on each other, love. That's all you need. Yeah, look. How many, Jane? How many can I do? One. One, two. Here, Jane. What? Jane. What? Jane, mate. What? I've eaten a multicoloured tarantula. Hey. <laughs> it's who we... It's who we I know, that. yeah, I know what you're doing. Multicoloured. Go to the leaf. Yeah, I know that. I'm eating the body. Take a picture. One, two, three. I thought I'd left my glasses at home, but I haven't. Mm. You should put me in one of your cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a fly. Who am I, James? Charles Dickens. It was the best Charles of Dickens. times. It was the worst of times. Charles Dickens. Where's the river fair? Go on, you're going. Oh, I'm driving now. Um, Plenty of, that's right, mate. Plenty of those. Uh, they go in the van and then they drive down the M25. I'm going to say, and um, oh, and um, oh, and um, oh, they stop. Matthew Horn says to Nan, "Oh, I'm going to take you to a spa. But actually, I'm going to take you to your bloody sister, your twat." No. Um, flashback to why tension, sisters. Exactly. They flash back to the past, and um, and and Nan's young and she looks like Catherine Tate. Imagine, oh, and her sister's Catherine Parkinson. Thieves, Thieves, but still gave yes. to the war effort. Bless. We pulled together yeah. back then, even if we were awful stereotypes. People's War is definitely true, People's War. And um, they meet an American soldier and Catherine Parkinson slagging it around or something. I'm, uh, I, I'm probably not comfortable using that word in this context, but she wants to steal the lovely cheekboned man, Walter, who's been wooing Catherine Tate at the dance. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's right, mate. Two white ladies protect a black man from prejudice. Step away from those white girls, boys. Do what? He'll step away from no one. He's got more right to be here than you are, judging by the way you dance. Okay, I'll hear No, you stay out of it. Clear all for you. Your kind's not welcome around here. I regret ever dancing with you. Tina. Likewise. Thank God they were here. Thank God for the people's war pool where everybody pulled together and, 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 and class and race and not necessarily class or race transcended. Back to present. Piss joke. Toxvig. Right. Toxvig. Isn't it funny? Rap time. I just, Paul, isn't it funny? Listeners at home, isn't it funny that Sandy Toxvig is... No one's ever heard that name before and it's, and it's hard to say. And the other one who's left now, Sandy Toxpiss. 
Scientist fox tick. Scientist top pick. Scientist top pick. Scientist top. Scientist top pick. It's hard to say by people in movies. Yeah, it is, mate. Uh, Nan falls asleep because she's dreadful old. animation. Yes, there's an animation. Animation. Yeah, that's right, mate. Only slightly more off-putting than the other footage. <laughs> it's only only slightly, and that's because of the eyes, the horrible sunken eyes that everyone has. Brain grating laugh. I love to bounce. Bounce, bounce, bounce. <laughs> My name is Nan. Yeah. From London Town. What? You got a problem? Yeah. Can't take you down. Roll call. Shabuya. Yeah, yeah, Shabuya roll call. Shabuya, yeah, yeah, Shabuya roll call. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, mate, taking the words out of my mouth. Nan falls asleep because she's old. And uh, Matthew Horn goes, I'm not going to take her to fucking sparring Coventry. This is bullshit. I'm going to take her to to an island off Ireland, which is where her sister is. Yeah. But he stop, has to stop in Liverpool. They didn't drive the three and a half hours to Coventry, but the six and a half hours to Liverpool. Mm. It was a very sneaky trick. It was indeed, and I'll have to have words with them later. But they were in Liverpool, and oh no, Paul, I, I haven't seen the Catherine Tate show. Is this a character from the sketch show? Oh, she got a woman fired, and now she's a traffic warden. Oh, I hope she wins. Job shaming. I am a member of the road policing unit. Traffic mum. Traffic police. Traffic mum. They are vastly different. Do you give out tickets? Yes, I do. Then you're the traffic mum. I'm all for job shaming. Uh, Hostile scene, awful young people. Australians. Love funky grandma. They're, 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 they're Australian, so of course they love her. She she does an ecstasy. To the club. She does an ecstasy. Drugs. 90 fuck. 90 fuck, exactly. And, um, and, and she's up all night. She's made some friends for life there um, from the Australian rugger chums. And then... Is that like a bag for life? It's kind of like a bag for life, except you can't kill yourself with it if you tape it over your head. Like you can with friends. <laughs> no, your friend, your friends, you can't. Um, not unless they all band together. Oh. But it's too many caveats. I, I prefer a bag oh. for life uh, for that. Bag for death. And then they go to Ireland. She falls asleep again, probably. And yeah. um, well, no, they escape from the traffic warden. That's it. They escape from the traffic you warden. How scouse people make guttural noises. Mind you, I don't know how anyone understands what they say on Ollie Oaks. It's all. Anyway, <laughs> Oh, I have now. Fart joke. (coughs) Nan. Belch. Scouse cop. Only a traffic warden hip grandma gay joke. (laughs) Pretty good. And um, they end up in Ireland. And uh, finally Uh, they can get, they can go to see her sister. Oh, wait. Nan needs to stop off for a a top up of her um, Uh, dependency. Animation that makes rathergood.com look like fucking Takahata. (coughs) Oh, no. I just thought about divinity, Paul. Why Why is this podcast like this? Why are we doing this? You just thought about... What the, are we doing it for? You just thought about the concept of divinity. I just thought about all the wonderful films out there. <laughs> why? Yeah, well... Why is this our lot? It's not too late to change, Paul, but we will... The thing is, we will experience a, a severe drop in listener numbers if we uh, seem to be having fun. <laughs> oh, no. I yeah. forgot about how much they all hate us. Yeah, see, it's... It's it's a double-edged sword. Ugh. Both edges are on the wrong side. Irish joke. He's a terrorist. It's okay if they laugh. And a vegan terrorist. Let's just stick it to vegans as well. Um, <laughs> flashback. Flashback hurts less. Let's stay here. It's nice. G.I. is leaving. Parkinson's pregnant, but he loves Nan. But she's hurt, so she blows him off. Yeah. Lame guy proposes and she accepts. Oh no, that was all of it. <laughs> Back we are to, to <sighs> an island off of Ireland. We meet Catherine Parkinson. Oh, they get away from all the um, from all the terrorism. A man said something that was obviously written in advance, and she said something dismissive, then pursed her lips and looked around for an audience that wasn't there. Mm. And there's a pause for everyone to laugh. Represents the struggle for dominance between man and beast. A machine that tries to belittle him and how the only way to beat the cruel system of capitalism is to blow it up from the inside. Well, I thought it was a gunk. I don't know where they we blow are up, They blow up a farm. Oh, okay. Shit noises. Oversharing sensitive man. Gurning, gurning in rock mm. music. Explosion, green screen. Mm-hmm. There's a chase. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. shit animation. Mm-hmm. Gurning. Mm-hmm. An actual arse. Actual art, Paul, you're right. Rugby fans. Shibuya. Shibuya indeed, Paul. Uh, Shibuya Centre in, Stra- in Tokyo. Australian accent. Bad disguise. Why didn't they hide Nan in the back? Look, Paul, that's surrealism. 
It's uh, it's, Why is it's traffic warden here. I. Do you know, that's a really good question, mate. I'll have to ask uh, the makers of that when I speak to them at the end of this podcast. There are none. Oh. None left that identify as such. Then I'll have to ask me, uh, Societe embodied. Oh. And, and they get to the island and they meet Catherine Parkinson, finally. Oh, my God. Vamping. Laugh, chanting, laugh. Asthma is for puffs, laugh. Job shaming, gurning. Oh, flashback. Frank Christ, she was lying about being pregnant. They yeah. fight. Nan leaves. Never gonna see Parkinson or GI again. We're up to date. But oh no, that means reminiscing, resentment. Obviously, it's gonna turn out that Parkinson's life was bad and that Tate was the lucky one for ending up with the boring guy. But it's gonna take 20 more minutes to get there. Well, it's a good thing they've got a, a nifty, exciting way of dealing with this, Paul, because uh, it's time to meet Walter. And uh, if, I, if, I, if I felt anything for any of the characters, he, he turns up in a dress. And I still feel something for the characters, but I also feel very nervous. Johnny, it's me. Say hello to Walter. Uh, so you, well, you both wear dresses? Yes, sometimes we share them. He has tremendous taste in fashion. I was, hey, hey, is it? Yeah. What's, uh, what's going on? Am I, um, am I having a stroke? He's a cross-dresser and it's mm. played for laughs. It's okay if he laughs too, though, like yeah. the Irish man. Lucky mm. escape after all, she thinks. She mm. may have been with a man she didn't really love, but at least her sister had a tough time of it too. I mean, all these years, I thought you'd been living the perfect life. Little did I know most of it's been spent arguing over who looks best in a feathered moon. <laughs> What with yeah. his her husband wearing a dress and all. Yeah. Gurning. Ending now. Traffic warden. No. Don't prolong the runtime. Oh, good. Killed by rugby hooligans. Yeah. The end. Oh, fuck me. It's still going. Yeah, they it's were still, nudists. They were nudists after all. So she was right. It wasn't a joke. She says what is presumably her catchphrase and cackles down the camera. What a fucking liberty. <laughs> And you've got to appreciate that she waited 90 minutes to do it. I know I did. Well, I was understandably upset after this film finished. It's been a little while since I was so affected by one of the films on our podcast. And maybe I didn't give myself the time I needed to process some of those feelings. Oh? Because I did rather quickly send you a message with some of my thoughts in response to a message that you had sent earlier. And I think it's very interesting to compare our energies and mental states when we composed our messages. All right, mate. By now you've seen the film. And you know why I wanted to have a chat. It's a really fucking bad movie. I really hated that um, a lot. Mostly just to uh, make sure nothing is said by me in the heat at the moment that could be misconstrued. And there's a great deal of cowardice on display, as well as ignorance, stupidity, and general lack of talent. Fuck me! What a bad movie. Ugh! I think one thing that I took from this movie is that Catherine Tate is very talented, and uh, it's a crying shame that she just has written absolute shit. Who gave her the money to do this? Who gave these fucking people the money to do this when there is so much talent out there? There is so much good stuff. This is Catherine Tate, and her audience go for the lowest common denominator comedy. And you know they're going to hide behind that cowardly little fucking excuse that this is working class humour that you just don't get. It wasn't as mean as I thought it was going to be. And it's like we're too cowardly now to even commit to it. Bigoted Nan, but we can't put anything bigoted in it. We don't want to get cancelled, so she'll just fart a lot and laugh annoyingly and Gun! Endlessly gun! Ultimately, I think it was misguided. I don't know about well-meaning, because I think this was the laziest piece of shit I've ever seen, and I don't think there was a good intention in the fucking thing. That doesn't necessarily mean there was a bad intention. I just honestly don't think that they gave it that much thought. Which I think is the theme of this movie. 
I, I want to give it the benefit of the doubt because I actually found myself, you know, I was quite affected by a couple of dramatic turns. Give me a minute. I found the movie to be pretty inoffensive compared to, well, compared to Postal, compared to a lot of fucking shit we've seen. Oh, motherfuckers, how does this keep happening? How does this keep happening? And it's so representative of this stupid country and its small-minded ridiculousness. Let's rehash the same unfunny crap ideas over and over again. Um, and I think it has a bit of that 0% thing again, where I went in expecting Postal and got just a, a vaguely unfunny mess. Like, why is there this affection for it? The, the small-minded Englishness. Why is that a romanticised, charming thing? I'm very curious to hear what you think about it. Oh, my blood's up. Sorry I shouted at the beginning of this message. Wasn't it you? I hope you know that. It's the movie. I'm very angry with the movie and England. I'm very angry with England now, Paul. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't like this very much. No, I didn't like it very much either. In fact, I, I thought it was terrible. But um, yeah. very different, <laughs> very different responses. <laughs> I got quite angry. I got quite surprisingly angry. Yeah, I was. I I felt. I, you know, I felt threatened, and I, and I felt um, <laughs> aroused. Scared. I mean, I was going to say scared, but then threatened and scared <laughs> overlapped Venn Venn diagram arousal. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah, that's how yeah. it works with me. That's why if you want to turn me on, you've got to chase me across the moors in a Land Rover for about <laughs> 50 minutes. That's what I consider foreplay. 49 minutes and it's just mild, mild threat, but 50. <laughs> oh, <sighs> then it ticks over. <laughs> I, yeah, I... So I'll, I'll probably... I'll, I'll sum up why I disliked it, but felt mild about it. And... Um, uh. And, and then we can get into... <laughs> I think my message has spoken for itself. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, well, and in response to that... Yeah, no, I I, I, I thought it was terrible. But for... It, it was date, dated comedy in the sense that... I've, I've heard every joke before. That, like, there was, there was nothing surprising in there. And... No, nothing original. No. I was also expecting it to date in the sense that there would be more of the... Uh, ha... You know, ha-ha... Uh, fat jokes, gay jokes, etc., well, etc. Yeah, and, it's, and it's we can do all mild. the jokes we want so long as Nan makes them. I mean, have yeah. you seen any of the Catherine Tate show? I, I've, I've seen the odd sketch, and it pissed me off when, <laughs> when I saw it. <laughs> Excellent. I, I think a couple of the scenes that I saw, I, I could see a good idea in there, and like, right. uh, but my goodwill only lasted for so long. What I've seen of it and some of the characters seems to only really say. Yes, there's some sort of little Britain star relatability thing going on there, but they're just grotesques. Yeah. They're like these rubber faced monster people yeah. who were meant to laugh at because they say things in a funny way mm. and it just doesn't seem very mm. sophisticated or like well observed. Yeah, 100%. The difference being this time around, it could have been because I had a coffee at around 6 pm and, uh, ah. and I, I was alert and I was. Performance enhancing. There you go. Well, I was paying attention to all the good things, Paul. <laughs> And like I had, I had my pen and my pen and paper, and I was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna focus on this. This is what is coming at us. Um, I can't believe that this movie benefited from having more attention paid to it. Well, I just what I've always thought was it's a shame Catherine Tate does what she does because she's obviously very talented. And I only have Big Train to go off of okay. for that. I have not watched any of the Doctor Who's. She's great in Doctor Who. She was really great okay. in Doctor Who. And right. there are moments in this movie. And I have more quick fires than you are perhaps comfortable with, Paul. Um, oh no! <laughs> so I will reel them off in chunks. I have ten. Okay. Um, I'm, I may have double that. Okay. But um, so I'll go two to your one. <laughs> and um, oh god! Don't give don't give me that face. I'm just doing my job. <laughs> um, and um, it's what no one pays me for. And but but there, there were just so many little things that Catherine Tate would do whether it's facial expressions or or comedic timing that i just found myself writing down the jokes may may not have been good but there was a there was something good in there and i also found that her dramatic turns there are a few a few moments in the past and there was one moment in Mm. particular when they're on the ferry over to the island off of ireland yeah, that I just I, I just found I I remember watching that thinking in a good way. Fuck, Goodman's gonna Goodman's gonna like that. <laughs> that fucking prick's gonna be all over that. 
<sighs> she's like the bit where her face goes plain and she looks off camera and someone shines a light in her eyes to make a twinkle happen. <laughs> He's going to light that. He's going to light that because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> hate him. He's a sentimental old fool. <laughs> little, little bitch. <laughs> poor boy. Old little bitch. Poor bitch. <laughs> old little bitch. Um, and you, mate. <laughs> yeah, I hated every aspect of this. Yeah. I hated the intentions behind it. I hated the performances. Mm-hmm. I hated the realisation of it. The lack of script. Yep. The clear vamping that was going on in various places the spirituality of it yeah just everything about the thing was just absolutely abhorrent to me and so representative of the cynical need the british film industry Mm. so often has to just capitalize on even vaguely remotely popular products in order to fucking extort money from people instead of providing anything of actual quality well there are no ideas paul in british cinema so we've just got to recycle Uh. the same old shit Right? There's so right? many good ideas. Right? There's so many good things. Right? Lynn Ramsey's literally kicking dogs to collect the change that comes off of Who? Them to try and fund Who, her Moby Dick and Space movie. Who was she was uh. she in Little Britain once? I can't I can't remember. Who? Oh god. <laughs> this movie has the fucking pontins of <laughs> of movies. It was big and it was fancy and it was good enough for people on holiday in the fifties. But now it's a rat's nest. <laughs> The fucking performers have turned feral and have turned on each other. Mm. And it's unbearable that we're putting so much of our effort into it. Yeah, look, I hate, I fucking hate Britain, mate. Why do you think I live in Australia? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, f- I feel you. I'm 100% behind, yeah. behind you on this. It's, um... I mean, maybe that's just it. It's just that it's England and it's local. And so the things that are wrong with it feel more personal to me. Mm. But I, I do think that this is very, very inferior to what many, most of the films that we oh, have yeah. covered. And yeah, it just, I found it so frustrating and it just seemed to me, I don't know, so representative of something larger than it, but even on its own terms, it was just relentlessly off-putting in its lack of effort and its hideousness. It's aesthetic Mm. and its attitude towards its own characters and just, I even, I was was made more angry by the sentimentality Mm. of the war sequences because it felt like, I don't know, what are the fucking idiots who are going to like this going to want, you know? older folk you know they yeah. probably remember the war fuck it we'll do something to do with that it was, it was, you know they like yeah. that sort of thing we'll get on, the, we'll get in on the best exotic marigold hotel crowd yeah. still remember stuff the, 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 his, the historical nostalgia moments had a kind of they were like an even shallower mm. their finest like I, I I enjoyed their finest but it was it was just pure it was just pure propaganda <laughs> like, very mawkish yeah. yeah I mean Jesus Christ like if you want to take a comedic anti-comedy look at the blitz mm. you know it seems baffling to me that you'll set them up as two, like, thieves. Yeah. You know, they were just two chances. He used to go around thieving stuff. And that's great. The idea that Nan maybe was always a bad person. Yeah. And you can take, like, a Blackadder-style approach at looking at her life through history. Yeah. War comes around. Oh, we got jobs down the, you know, yeah, thing. Yeah, because yeah. Heaven forfend. We don't want to actually offend old people. Yeah. Because we don't really, bizarrely, want to offend anyone. Yeah. And I don't like comedy that deliberately goes out to offend people. I think yeah. that's usually quite lazy. Yeah. You see Postal. Yeah. But there's something about marketing a movie based around a character whose whole shtick is that she's inappropriate, mm. and yet you're too afraid yeah. to do the thing that you actually are trying to sell the movie on. That feels somehow worse. So you would prefer... See, the distinction I was going to make was I still... I would... <laughs> prefer is the wrong word, but I... I I still despise Sandler movies more because of the sheer sensory unpleasantness to the entire Adam Sandler experience. Oh man, I don't know if there's anything in Grown Ups 2 as off-putting as the animation sequences in this. I don't know, Adam Sandler laughing, Kevin Swartzen. It's pretty bad, but have you forgot about... Yeah. I peaked my audio. That was horrible. That was was genuinely horrible. When I did it or when she does it? Both. Both. Yeah. It, don't ever do that again. If you if you love me in any I way, will. if there's a shred, a single shred <laughs> of respect, um, in that, that stone cold heart. Yeah, I. It's it's <laughs> that it's Brian Bosworth stone cold heart. But it did. <laughs> I love that heart. Um, but um, <laughs> don't son that gun is loaded. But I I did I had that um, I had that thing where going into a zero percent movie. I'll do the jingle. Oh, uh, yeah. oh and, yeah. Um. <laughs> I'd do it earlier, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I didn't mention mom. it earlier. Oh, yeah, I did. Um, um, do it then. <laughs> you did, yeah. So fuck off, listeners. Zero <laughs> percent um, movie, going in expecting, as ev- as I do every single time, expecting it to be the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and which it never will be, because, because the worst movie yeah. ever will be divisive, because it will still yeah. be trying to do things, and it will just piss us and, off. And... Yeah, for the for the most part, I found this nothing. It was it was blamange. Um, like you said, just not really wanting to offend anybody. Mm. 
um, except for people with taste in movies. Yeah. And it, it is the lowest common denominator. And if I were if I were living in Britain, I would probably hate this with a passion. <laughs> I, I would be seeping bile right now. But God, um, if I could, I know it's completely against the, um, f- the the sort of thesis of this podcast. But if I could quickfire things I hated, we'd be here for <laughs> so long. Like the first oh, yeah. few moments of the movie where she's introduced in this kind of swagger, sort of, all right, oh, I'm God, here, yeah. I'm here, what's going yeah. on? And it's just, fuck, yeah. oh, and it freeze frames on her and like has colours in the yeah. background. And it's like, oh God, ah, my skin. Is is this a Dadaist <laughs> parody of, of mass media? Oh Christ. <laughs> it's it's like, uh, fuck, what is it? There's um like an old, no, that's too obscure. Freddy Got Fingered. It's like Freddy Got Fingered. I don't know. It's like, um, shit, why isn't there a better reference? A character, a, a parody, a comedy movie where a character no one's ever seen before comes in and says, did somebody say Jeff? And everyone's like, Jeff! And nobody's ever Rick seen and, Rick and Morty, the yeah. the, uh, the cable episode, not the cable episode, the, the, Poopy the weird one with, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like that. It's it's like, oh, you're a yeah. legend. Or I'm Leroy. Here. Leroy and yeah. The Simpsons, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's that kind of thing. It feels like that, except it's not. You're genuinely expected to have affection for this. And it just, yeah. Oh, it presumes. Uh, it presumes oh, upon it... its audience, and I hate it. And 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 we'll get into the quick fires in just a second. Uh, the the problem is every, every quick fire I have is it's just tinged with regret that <laughs> uh, that there was anything good in this because the the fact that there was any talent or anything positive in this at all mm. makes it worse that this movie was what it was because uh. it, it, as as you say it's it just seems to shun it refuses to soak up this talent and use it yeah. and it just seems to like get in by accident because God forbid you'd want to actually do something good and scare people. But off. I I really I, I struggled with our mission statement watching this because I thought who the f- mm fuck cares who wants us to go and find good things <laughs> about in this, this podcast. dreadful movie about this film yeah. people care about the podcast i care about it. i believe in harvey dent and the podcast and Aww. no just who wants us to do this what spiritual and emotional gain is there in going to something as universally universally risible as the nan movie in order to hunt out good things you know who wants us to do this paul who a young man Uh-oh. named Werner herzog <laughs> That's true i forgot about Werner. As I all too often do. He mm. wants us to look at... But that again, that famous quote is about looking at things that are popular. This movie hasn't made very mm. much money, deservedly so. Mm. Thank Christ. Mm. My God, if this movie yeah. was in the top 10 of UK cinemas, it would be... It was mm. farted out behind, you know, bigger mm. things. I think it came out at the same time as Morbius, which is a very depressing thought. Um, and oh It's kind of snuck through like a welfare cut bill, wasn't it? <laughs> like just another means by which Boris Johnson has taken away our democracy. It was done like that. Yeah. It was just that somehow it feels like an affront to democracy that this is out there. Mm. I don't know. It just, it, it really irked me, this one, and it shook me in my foundations. Mm. But, all right, let me try and answer the question I just asked. I guess the whole point is, the reason we started this podcast is because we felt that film critics were being terribly negative about films that did not deserve it. And that they were being performatively negative, and we wanted to be performatively mm. positive instead, mm. in order to address the imbalance and suggest that hey, you know, you can't really sit there and criticize something like The Dark Knight Rises when the Nan movie exists. <sighs> you know, yeah. it's you've got to be grateful for the things that are out there because it can get so mm. much worse. And for that yes. reason, the Nan movie is a very unique stepping stone and a brand new chapter in the book of shit films. I highly recommend we avoid doing British comedies for a while because my stomach can't take mm. it. They're always the worst. There's something <laughs> about comedies and then British comedies yeah. that just lend itself to being the worst things you've ever fucking seen. Yeah. Also, fewer listeners probably because no one's ever heard of them. So <laughs> well, from a cynical that. standpoint... <laughs> from a cynical uh, standpoint, but, we should have been sat here talking about Morbius. Yeah. But um, a- 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 again, like... Perfect. performatively positive yes cannot lie about how much it irks us and if anything it makes no. the, it makes the fact that we find the good things even more impressive yes. i think absolutely because, so... because we're allowed to get annoyed and it's not it's not cynical <laughs> or fake it's uh nothing it's, here it's, is it's, fake it's... i really am <laughs> yeah let's talk so about let's... some good things that make you even let's more talk upset. about some good things you can you start with four of them <laughs> okay because I, I may have more than 20 <laughs> quick fire all right, I'm, I'm just going to go in the order that I made the notes, Paul, and... Fine. We'll, we'll see. 
I, I liked the, uh, it, the, the the opening shot that was in the past, the, the the font that came up and said City of London. I enjoyed that. And the thing okay. is, Paul, I wasn't expecting to have written down that many quick fires, so I wrote <laughs> things down like City of London font. Um, okay, and in the same scene, they're walking down through the maternity ward, and you just hear a woman go, "Oh, leave it in, leave it in," and I quite like that. Okay, okay, um, right. Um, I like from that sequence the fact that one of the nurses seemed nice and friendly, Aww. friendly nurse. Who That's ushered good. dad through to the birth of, uh, oh God, I just remembered how they leave that line. My dad said that I was going to be the most special person in all the world. And you know what? He was right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone agrees. Um, there's a there's a running joke. Uh, the Nan thinks Matthew Horn is gay and um, yeah. like whatever. But I really liked this one time Matthew Horn responds with a really pathetic, I'm not gay, Nan. And it, it, it was it was very good underplayed sort of. There's a couple it, of those. Matthew Horn does that good face as yeah. well. <laughs> I know he does. And I'm, yeah. I'm aware that I just did it, which is very dis- <laughs> disappointing because I was my point was that in British comedy, there's far too much of that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but then I did it. So I'm the clown. Another line of his I quite enjoyed. Again, I think it's because of the delivery, um, but mm. it's because they set up the Robert Mugabe statue yeah. and it's about the place and it's, you know, had a couple yeah. of jokes and maybe you've now filed that in the part of your brain that is jokes that this movie is probably done with. Yeah. But um, she then makes a comment about her will and about, mm. you know, where her possessions are going to go and how he's not going to get it. And yeah. so he says, You do, I'll catch my will. What, and I won't get the Robert Mugabe statue? <laughs> and I think it was the Cockney on Robert mm. Mugabe. Yeah, and right. also, also just reintroducing the statue at this stage as a good representation of what Nan's possessions are like was quite mm. good. Cool, that's good. Obviously, the the, the fat joke thing with the neighbour, oh, you know, that's obviously not great. But the delivery. Oh, I don't have diabetes. Oh, heart disease. Uh, not heart disease. Gout. He has to go for counselling. Fear gout. There was a a, a okay. great pause, okay. non plus look in the eyes, and then. The, the sort of harshness of gout is is great. Mm. Okay, all right then. Thanks. Um, I like I like the team. Nan. Okay, I abide. Oh, this. Ugh. I'm not going to attack you yet. <laughs> team Nan. Um, it comes to them as little girls, and then it comes to them as sort of teens, and she's yeah. riding the cart, the horse and cart, because fuck. Yeah. But um, yeah, team Nan. She team nice. Team Nan. She's kind of she was tall, fairly tall, mm. and uh, seemed in charge of stuff. Nice. I like that. I thought you said Team Nan. And I was like, yeah, we are Team Nan. Team Come on. Nan. For the purposes of this episode, team we have Nan. to be Team Nan. And the masters of the universe. <laughs> yeah, the, the dance in the olden days bit, I thought it had nice vibes. Um, it was, oh. like you say, Morkish is right. But um, mm. yeah, um, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a couple more. Catherine Parkinson. So when they meet Walter uh, and Walter goes, says goodbye to Catherine Tate and kisses her hand. Catherine Parkinson, mm. not one to be left out, very lamely yeah. just moves her hand into the same space um, with a oh, yeah. with a really really pathetic look on her face to have it kissed as well. Yeah, and okay, that was very good. Well, that's quite good. Mm. Remembering the dance hall sequence from the beginning of uh, Spike Lee's Malcolm X. Ooh, that was, uh, very similar, ooh, yeah. I expect. Very similar, very thrilling. Mm. Ford, mm, actually, in that particular film. I'm quite into the idea of two thieving UK ladies alive in the uh, for- 30s, I guess, yeah. just chancing and grafting their way through life, looking after themselves. I like that. Nice. Two two horrifying things here. I, yeah, the eyes in the animations uh, is the only the only good thing really that I liked about the animation. I did actually. God. There was a part of me that went, oh, they're also doing a thing about them having a, an, an insane action sequence with a helicopter and and that and doing it with an, an animation. And there is mm. there is something in that. It's just you obviously know that there's a cynical like thing. The French just, Dispatch. This is my least favorite bit of the French Dispatch, Paul. <laughs> that I enjoyed bit. that bit of the French Dispatch. I know you. I like do. when the strong I man flies you. off the boot, mm. and then he um gets back on and jumps back onto the car just as it starts up again. That's actually that, that bit really made me laugh. That bit really made me laugh. So um, there is that. Yeah. You see, the one good thing good in- about the French Dispatch. <laughs> that one bit that reminded me of Nan. But um, yeah, the, the eyes <laughs> in the animation um, really sunken and heavy on all of them. And that looked pretty gross. And then I wrote um, Nan's laugh uh, equals eldritch horror. So I guess um, if <laughs> yes, that was her does. intention. Good good on her. Good on um, that. I'll, I'll give you one more because it's got loads. Um, Why not? Uh, another one in the past. Another one in the past for you. In the past. Catherine Tate, Catherine Parkinson. Oh god! Mm, and um, and Walter, the Catherines, and Catherine save some Tatum's. time there. 
the Catherine Tatensons and Walter were in a <laughs> cafe eating and uh, we've got a voiceover from Nan. And, um, you know, she's saying, oh, we really, we really got on, me and me and Walter. But Catherine... Perhaps she did have a tidy pair of knockers, which at the end of the day, he valued more highly than regional accents. And I, and I really liked the, the matter-of-factness of that. That's, that's relatively... I missed regional accents, hmm. which is quite that's good. a good line. A line that, again, the line wasn't so great, but the delivery was quite good. Who's the hmm. guy she ends up with? The fucking pipsqueak? Tell. You should, you should be grateful. Yeah, tell. Oh, tell. How'd you get in? Knocked out a doorman. We don't have a doorman. Oh. Listen, Joni. We don't have a doorman. Oh. Listen, I just wanted to say, and the moving <laughs> past that was yeah, very right. good. The sort of, oh, but then also, never mind. Was, <clears throat> That's yeah, good. Quite, there's one more of those coming up, so look out for that. Ooh, oh, it's my next one, so you'll, you'll hear oh. it next. Oh, brilliant. I'll try and remember, but um, obviously I, a member of the British public, can't trust me to do that. Heaven forfend. Oh, God. Heaven for chance to be oh, a fine thing. I should, I should say, it's vulgar to keep that many jokes in your head at the same time. When they stay in the hostel in Liverpool and all the rugger buggers are dancing to pumping electric tunes um, and Nan goes downstairs to confront them. As, as she, she goes down and she sort of announces herself and then it's a... a like a very quick cut to Matthew Horn lying in the top bunk, staring up at the ceiling and nervously, like anxiously tapping his thumbs on his chest. And that was a really great, uh, a really great opposite, I guess. And again, Matthew Horn, really lovely, just yeah. timid behavior. Yeah, he got away with this in Lesbian Vampire Killers as well. And you have to remember, mm. maybe he is playing a nice guy, but he still agreed to fucking this. I d- I'm not he s- still agreed to fucking this. I, I did. My, my point wasn't, isn't Matthew Horn a brilliant <laughs> bloke? Let's give him some money. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing his job well. I miss it. I misinterpreted. I, I wrote him some money. Oh. oh. Okay. Well, his he gets to have a go. A, a quickly moved on line now. Um, the the terrorist bloke says something to the effect of, you know, is it a crime to blow up a farm? And then you know he and Nan do the very boringly stereotypical sort of. Oh, yeah, yeah it's definitely a crime. What do you want with my Nan? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Again, moving off the line. Well, you got to throw it away. That's good. Throw, throw it away. away. Stamp on no, that lampshade. Don't freeze frame on it. Stop wanking. Um, Stop wanking, please. Okay. Um, when Tate, when uh, Catherine Number One, the Tate experience, uh, does a pill, she comes up and she starts taking pleasure from small movements in her arms, and it's a very realistic uh, representation of uh, coming up on the ecstasy drugs. Ah, yeah. mm. a lot of experience went into that. I expect. No doubt, she is an artist. Not that I'd know. I'm a British man. <laughs> good, one of the good ones. My only drug is is mediocre comedy and heroin injected directly into my tea. Colin, um, my kids. Um, so when the traffic one f- uh, flies into the water at the very end, that's where I am. Oh, brilliant. I have four left. This is one of them. Okay. Um, she goes in, and earlier on she said, "I'll get you, old woman." Mm. And here, on her fall into the ocean, says, "I'll get you, old woman." And then just gets cut off when she uh, hits okay. the water. And again, it was the amusingness of them breaking that out again. The fact, the idea that she would have the alacrity to say that whilst falling into the mm, water. Sure. That was, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. When they're doing one of the roll call uh, raps, we haven't mentioned that yet, except for in our intro. They like the, Nan oh, and yeah. Matthew Horn do these roll call rap things. And they read a Thomas Hardy poem too. It was very weird. It was, it was really weird, but it wasn't as obvious when they did it. <laughs> it's uh, blended right in. Yeah. Um, it's all in the delivery. Matthew Horn said it. Oh, brilliant. I'll have to rewatch the whole thing then so I don't miss it. Matthew Horn, he, he rhymes something with hip hip hooray. And, um, and, and, Kat, and and Nan has the line, yeah, hip hip hooray though, it's pony. Like, meaning crap. Oh. Uh, and she, but she doesn't, doesn't elaborate, just says pony. And I appreciate the, the efforts they went to be, to be exclusive. Okay. That's good. You've got to appreciate that. Yeah. Anything that this movie is doing to not appeal to the maximum number of idiots yeah. at the same time has to be respected. Uh, the island looks nice. But the sisters running on. Look lovely. Good looking. Good looking island. I'd, I'd live there with Walter. I love that on guy. The island. Yeah. I'd live in the, all up in that island with Walter. I, anyone. Look, anyone at all. The island looked beautiful, and I think Walter looked beautiful as well. I live on that fucking island of Catherine Tate. Yeah, fuck it. He's gonna live on that island. I mean, as long as she doesn't <laughs> talk about her work. Um, <laughs> what did you do today, dude? No, no, no. If I answer that, you're gonna tell me what you did, and then we both agreed. I remember? We signed up to this island life. Let's just sing the island life song again. Oh, right. Love the Island Life song. <laughs> I actually found it kind of sad when she refused the American, when she lied and said that she didn't like him anymore. Oh. Uh, it's just one of, one of those things. You know, Catherine Tate can be You're good. You're a bad dog. I don't like you anymore. Go away. Yeah, exactly. It's that. It's that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and she is a good actor. It just doesn't do it most of the time. 
Well, I mean, it takes some talent to act to appear as a character that pisses me off this much. I guess. Well, there, there is that. Um, uh, the Irish, the Irish man uh, known as Mick, 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 uh, which is very funny. Oh yeah. I, I enjoyed yeah. his his energy when he was in the back of the van, and when um, get him back, and when he gets in the back, back of the, of the van, van, he uh, yeah, yeah, nice, <laughs> mammy, uh, He he goes. We're gonna blow up a farm. Nice song as they approach the house. And time, she says, there's no turning back. Keep your eyes on the tracks and through the fields, somehow there's blue. Time will tell, she'll see us through. They chose a sad folk yeah. song. Yeah. Great. Love that. Yeah. Why not? Oh, yeah, I kind of remember it now, actually. I'm sure I genuinely you'll sample can't. it. <laughs> I just wrote it down and I have to trust past me. Excellent. You got it sometimes. <laughs> I think when he stops by the security guards outside the um, mm. the, the barns or farm, whatever, Matthew Horn nonchalantly rolls down the window and just goes, all right, mate. And and this, his, his fucking deadpan face, okay. that Matthew Horn He's face that as he face. just gave out. A very cool, calm, all right, mate. He's, was very satisfying. He's had that face for a while now, and he's 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 not that bad at using it. Pass it on, mate. Yeah, fuck you've had it for long enough. Get, Jesus, let, let another fella have a chance with it. Make make me look like a cascade of emotions. <laughs> um, and when uh, when they're on the the ferry going over to the island off of Ireland, I Nan's "I deserve better" speech was fucking painfully frank. I I really liked it because it was. It, it, it felt like something from I, I don't know. It just felt really brutally honest about somebody who was dissatisfied with their lot in life. And whilst I don't necessarily like agree with her or sympathise with her, it was still it was still raw, and um, yeah. I was very surprised by it. Yeah, but you had a nice life with Granddad telling you. It was alright, but it wasn't what I deserved. I did everything right. And look where it got me. All the way through it, all I could think is, um, oh, okay. I, all I could think of where we were going with it. Mm. You know, oh, clearly she's going to learn the lesson that she was better off with the rubbish guy because this is yeah. the movie that celebrates the rubbish guy. Yeah. The guy who showed up at her house every day that she wasn't attracted to or interested in yeah. at all, but should have been because he put in the effort. Yeah. And I just, oh. Yeah, I know. Fuck me. Yeah. I know. I try not to think about that too much. I just yeah, take it as, it as it comes. <laughs> Why? It's done me no harm. Ah! <laughs> um, oh, that was it. Okay, so in the um, Up style montage of their oh. married life at the end, um, early on he hides our ice cream behind his back and then yeah. sort of whips it out for her. Mm. And then later on she does the same for him whilst he's in hospital. And it was partly, the, not really the sweetness of her doing it back, but it was the, it was the comedic idea of where the fuck did she get that ice cream from in <laughs> yeah, this hospital? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was that was quite a good surreal gag, and you know I love a yeah. surreal gag. I do I do like that cauliflower. That was like Reeves and Mortimer. Oh, brilliant! That's farting. We asked the questions. <laughs> uh, I okay. My 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 last one then. The Catherines are reunited, and Catherine Parkinson says Walter is very excited or very nervous to see you about seeing you again. Mm. I went. Oh, Walter's Walter's still here. I thought Walter was just going to be dead or something. Yeah, and I was really excited to see him again. <laughs> and I just thought, oh, I clearly have like there are clearly there are things in there. There are signs that there are talented people in here. Yeah. It's just just only only think about those. Only think about that, and then <laughs> stay away from only, the only those. It didn't, it, you know, didn't get any deeper than that. Yeah. But it, but it, uh, I was surprised to find that I was excited about seeing a character yeah. again. So that's good. That is good. And that yeah. was all of the quick fires, as I often say. Um, so, what, what about the OG team? <laughs> Too often, if you ask Too me. Often, the OG team! OG team, oh. what have you got for us about the Nan movie? A lot? I guess speaking, a lot. Speaking, I'd imagine a lot. Speaking of taking fucking liberties. Oh, you fucking um, That's a catchphrase, by the way. It's brilliant. <laughs> Props for only, for only saying it once. Uh, that's true. It could have been all the fucking time. And it wasn't. It easily so. have been. Okay. Uh, pretty sure the one and only uh, contributor, and haven't seen the Nan movie, I'm just going to give you a heads up, Paul. Jem Newlin over on Patreon, wonderful patron, Jem Newlin. <laughs> he says, <laughs> He says, I have to admit, <laughs> He said, I have to admit, <laughs> That was quite a face. <laughs> thank you. 
Jem Newlin, lovely, lovely man Jem Newlin says, I have to admit, giggling at a lot of Catherine Tate's stuff and generally consider her to be quite talented when she tries. Already found him. Watch his trailer. Well, that looks like it's for cunts. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't seen the end of that message. That was great. <laughs> oh. And that's why you get Jim Newlam in as a fan. Yeah, that's why. That's why you put in the hard yards. It doesn't have, doesn't have hard yards. It's all easy yards. Great man, Jim yeah. Newlin. Thanks for that, Jim. Oh, that was fun. Easy yards ahead, old friend. Jim, easy yards, Newlin. <laughs> easy on the yards, am I, am I right? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, mate. I don't know. What is this? Uh, let's talk about the one Get better on. thing. The one better thing. I'm going to go with, um, I mentioned earlier how hard it is for Cleo Bernard to make movies because the world <laughs> sucks. Let's go with her <laughs> most recent movie, Ali and Ava. Hmm. Yeah, it's about two lost souls, really, who are uh, struggling a bit. We've got Adil Akhtar as Ali. He's great. Mm. He's, he's in here as um, Ali, and he's this guy who's sort of, he's living with his partner, but they've separated, but they can't really because it's a Muslim mm. household and they don't want the fa- all the judgment from the fucking family. So they're kind of living together in spite of the fact that she's clearly moved on and he hasn't. Yeah. And then Claire Rushbrook, uh, Rushbrook is um, living in a household where the dad has died. The son is becoming a bit of a bad sort. He's falling mm. in with bad crowds and following some of his dad's worst habits. Um, but she's trying to keep it going. And together they come together and form an un- unlikely romance. And it's, yeah, very funny, very sweet. And an actual story of real working class people that is inspiring and compelling and interesting and funny. Ooh. What a combination. Ooh. Brilliant. <clears throat> so... Yeah. Mine is uh, Alan Partridge, colon, Alpha Papa. Oh, yeah, um, that was fun. Because, yeah, it's it does that rare thing of a TV show translating into a movie yeah. uh, and, and, and retaining retaining what's great about the show, this egotistical nothing, uh, <laughs> nothing blob who has yeah. delusions of grandeur yeah. in, into this movie where is it like this Norwich radio station is making cuts and yeah. he, then this guy takes people hostage and he's like a becomes negotiator slash Colmini. Colmini. Oh my god, Colmini. That's it. <laughs> and um and he is a meanie in this, let me tell you. Yeah. Um Ooh. see it's the workers who should be about. punished. Sorry? And Tim Key is about. Oh brilliant. I love that man. Yeah. Um he's refu- the other hostage. Denier of uh, birds animal status. <laughs> Tim Key. Crazy man Tim Key. (laughs) Crazy loon. Um, Never seen an animal in his life, Tim Key. (laughs) He, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it it retains the the silliness of Alan Partridge, the, and and it allows, in in, in a hot fuzz way, I suppose, it allows for sort of big overblown scenes, but with a a very crap, <laughs> crap sheen, which is, is just perfect. It's, yeah, it's, it's really funny. It's well realized. And, you know, it's, Armando Iannucci is one of five people oh, yeah. to have written the screenplay. So <laughs> I, I guess yeah. that could just be, he created, you know, created the show. But it's a really good film. I remember some really funny yeah. lines of, he's still got the yeah. gun. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. It, it, international audience, like listeners, if you haven't seen Alan Partridge before mm. you, and, and you want to watch, intro. Yeah, and, and yeah, and you just want to you want some good British comedy that isn't Monty Python. I mean, he got started or... in um, Day to Day, right? Day to Day, yeah, 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 Chris Morris. Yeah, Day to Day as a sort of a new uh, a sports a sports <laughs> anchorman. Yeah, uh, every time you, you, you can interact with Chris Morris, and it was just the yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> it was amazing, and you have like the commentary of like his his football highlights. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was liquid football. <laughs> Goal. And another <laughs> twat. Oh. Yeah, oh, um, it's, it's fuck really me. Good. Really, you should check it out and check out. You should check it out both of our films from the yeah. one better thing. The one better thing. The one better thing. Paul, how can people find out about this particular good thing? Oh, okay. Well, this particular good thing you. has many fingersome tendrils all <laughs> leaking away into the earth. To... Isn't that appealing? <laughs> Get around. Get that. involved but, in our tendrils, but, folks. But our but our rooty fingersome tendrils aren't soaking up the nutrients from the earth. They're putting nutrients into the earth, such as oh. our Patreon, where for as little as a dollar a Ooh. month, a dollar a month, that's the price of a, of a blowy where I'm from. Uh, you, you, you get hundreds blowy. of hours of exclusive content. Don't get a blowy blowies. in Northampton. Northampton blowy is what they call glassing you. <laughs> but also confusingly a blow blowjob in Northampton. It's a horrible place. Um, for a dollar a month, you get access to things like our Alien Resurrection slash Alien Franchise-a-thon, 
uh, episode. Uh, you get all of our Halloween episodes early. Yes. Um, our pool's pitches. You get all kinds yep. of fucking shit, and for a dollar a month, and, and and you also dollar you also get our satisfaction and some other shit. I don't know. Satisfaction guaranteed. Yeah, our I, satisfaction is guaranteed. Us satisfaction guaranteed, and <laughs> our satisfaction. Our satisfaction. Yeah, I'll I'll guarantee that. Yeah, I'll I'll guarantee that right now. Guaranteed. Stamp. Stamped. <laughs> we uh we have a TTRPG D and D podcast called Quest Fantastic, where you get this kind of chemistry, but with three other people looking mildly uncomfortable about it. <laughs> For, for hours on end. Uh, Fuck yeah, it's like being at a party with us. <laughs> Yay. Um, and, and, and one of us may be drunk. You don't know, just like a party. And uh, Or they're just very friendly suddenly. Yeah. yeah sad. You don't know. And you'll never know. Stop and that's why you should listen us. to Quest Fantastic. Please, please stop judging us. Um, especially because I've got a Psytrance EP called Future Ooh. Music, which is out available on all streaming services and purchasing places. So um, apps for everything. Apps, apps for everything in the episode description, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> apps for everyone. I'm Paul Apps. <laughs> Ow. I'm Paul, I'm Paul Apps. I'm Paul Apps Dayless. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's very good. That's very good. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Test it. <laughs> oh, I've got it. Chimpang Lee. <laughs> I just a bit of a gammy knee. Chimpangy knee. <laughs> and remember, the one good thing about the Nan movie. Is that really, isn't it exactly this kind of horrible experience that brings us all closer together? Take care, kids. Yeah. And call your nan. It can't be as bad as this one. (laughs)